Good morning. We're uh, actually on your test on the stage, believe it or not. Um, just before we start, we had one question yesterday uh, that I was trying to look up. Um, that was this uh, thing of Rosh Hashanah. We said that if, we said in the case we were talking about yesterday, where if you've given, in the case of Mishra, we were talking about the clothes or shoes, you've given them, them in to the person as well before Shabbos, doesn't have to go before Shabbos for that matter, and you paid for it completely, uh, it's paid it's done in, no problem, it turns up on Shabbos. So we have the uh Hagoi Tashri and Ran, as to whether you could wear them on Shabbos. The Mishaburah brought from Achronim, Mokin Avram, etc., to time that if the Ikramalach was completed before Shabbos, and all they did on Shabbos was just do me up it, just to make it look a bit better, they put it in a press. Or they uh, attack an issue a little bit, so then, if you it over a little bit, that would be perfectly fine. And the Rishon and Zaman wanted to say that's only in the Madoff of the Rabbah. Right? Now, the truth is, I find it very difficult because besides anything else, it doesn't say that. You know, it doesn't make that clear. Um, but my, my biggest problem is that if it's only in the of the Rabbah, which was done on Shabbos, then you know what? Even though if the whole thing was done on Shabbos and it was only in the of the Rabbah, we passed in like the Dagoya Tashri, uh, we passed in like the Ram anyway. That, that, that was the Bihalach we brought. And a Prima Godin was going in the Morgan Abram. I mean, that, that is a Prima Godin machine in the Morgan Abram, which says that if it was a Madafa de Abonon, right, the, the Goy did it on Shabbos, then ain't the Hachme. You don't have to be Hachme at all. And what you could say, I suppose, is that means in terms of us, our God actually wouldn't agree with that. But when we, in terms of start, if it's a Madafa de Abonon, we don't have to be Hachme. Okay? Whereas this Morgan Abram is talking within the Mahme, within the uh, sort of the Mahmirin, even they would agree if it was a Madafa de Rabbonon and it was only just a completer. Right? Perhaps that, that, that's how you'd have to learn according, according to Rabbi uh, Shemin's I think, hold on one second, that was the. Um, yeah, that, 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 presuming that's the way you'd have to learn. But the truth is. Uh, I'll tell you like this, if you actually go, to me, there's a, there's a major, major difference. What, what was, sort of, Machriachim to say that, is because he had a question. The question really started like this. I'll just tell you very briefly. As we mentioned yesterday, there's a halacha that if a goy lights a candle for you on Shabbos, you're not allowed to use it. You can't have an from it, in terms of the light, you can't have an oil from it. Are um, you didn't ask him? Irrelevant. He did it for you. Okay. Yet, if there's already a, a light on, he comes and turns another light on, then the halacha is that you don't have to go out of the room, it's perfectly fine, because all he's done has been wasted a little bit of my life. Also, Rishon Azamah, why is that different to the case, which the Mishra talks about later on, and that is that if a goy shines your shoes, you on Shabbos, he has some polish and shines them up, then you can't wear those shoes, and even on the side Shabbos, you have to wear the Cheshiyata, it's, it's a problem. Why? I had the shoes before it. Says Rishon Azamah, the obvious answer, which is, well, the shoes is all one case, you can't really split it. In the case of the, of the light, it's two separate lights. So I won't have an off and extra light, I'm having an off and original light. But in the case of the shoes, you can't have having an off and the shoes, but not from the polish. It's all one thing. After Rishon is on, and this is what's going to us, he says to them, why is it any better in our case? Right, the case where the guy made the shoes for you, pulled on an air of Shabbos, all he did on Shabbos was, he basically, he was mistaken, and he, he polished them up, uh, well, he smoothed them up a little bit, and we said that's perfectly fine, according to all this. So he says, not be that's a malafa drabon, where polishing is a shadow secret, it's an it's a dough right. That's what he wants to say. But 
I'll tell you the truth is, to me, there's a world of difference between the two cases. And that is because, in the case of the polishing up the shoes, number one, it's a normal case of Amir al which means you wanted to polish. It means I had shoes, I saw they were scuffed, so I went to a guy and said, could you please polish them up? And, you know, I did it with a hint, whatever it is. That's Amir al The guy was gaining nothing from it. There's no Adatis and Afshay. There's not even a shade of Adatis and Afshay. And you, for Dafka, you said the shoes are not good as they are. Okay? Let's compare that to Alkin. I paid him. So that's Adatis and Afshay. After they come, the run says, there's not even a shade. Even if he does the whole thing on Shabbos. It's Adatis and Afshay. Not lost that guy. I'll show you a little bit more about He says, because the he's doing it for you. So the mice, what did I ask him to do? I asked him to make me a pair of shoes. So the main, the shoes have been made on Arab Shabbos. I asked him to clean my clothes. They've been cleaned on Arab Shabbos. That he now puts them into the prayer server. I'm not saying, I'm, I'm not going to say that I don't want that. I'm not saying that. But the main part of what I wanted, and the main thing that I dirty clothes, has been done on Arab Shabbos. And he's doing it on Arab Shabbos. In which case it's completely different. Now, what exactly the Torah is to very nice, I pointed out to look at where exactly is going to be the Torah. Is it just because it's much more makeable, therefore everyone's going to agree in that case? Because he's doing it as a snarch. The main thing's been done twice. That's not that I didn't ask him, etc., etc. But the, the main point is that is that there's a world of difference. That's when, with the fact that the Mishnah Brewer, Lord of Morgan Abroad, mentions this fact about it's only if it's a Malachat or Abonon, which on its own is not necessarily a, a, a sort of a not have look. But put it this way, if it wasn't a Rishonah's element, I would just say, I'll, I'll tell you, I once, I once asked uh, a very, very big time of thought on, a basic, I thought that a certain rock had, had said something about a, a certain case, he wanted to say, within the Mishnah Brewery, and that, so I asked him, I asked the company a bit of it, so it's not true, but one, one of them said, he said, if that's what the Mishnah Brewery meant, he said, he would have said it. Yeah. The Mishnah Brewery is writing a halofa thing for us to understand. Yeah? yeah? If he meant any of us, I'd say in the same case, if he meant any of us, why didn't he spell it out? He says it in the VR with something else, why didn't he spell it out here as well? So he's only talking about the Lost of Obama. And I said, if it was just a problem, I can't just say, well, you know, he's wrong and that sort of thing. But as I said, talking about the fact that this is just so, the, the, the cases are so different, to me, I, I, I would have gone with it, with it as I said, with, with, with the difference. It's the cases are simply different. Finished. Okay? As I said, I haven't seen anyone who actually brings down this Nakuda, whether it's Malachi Rabban or Malachi Raisa. I mean, as, as I said, we saw it in one stage yesterday, but that, uh, aside from that, not, not really uh, spoken about. Just before we move on, I'll just mention what one, one Nakuda has to do with this is, once we mention the, the thing of Rishon Zalman, that is what the, uh, the Moshe Feinstein talks about. You ask a Goy to turn on the air conditioning on Chabbos. Or a Goy comes and turns on the air conditioning on Chabbos, that's it. Rishon Feinstein says, don't tell me that's similar to the case where I've got a candle and it puts on another candle. So I could argue there as well. The fact is, I could have survived in this, in, in this, uh, in this air. All the matter was no oxygen there. It was just very hot. It was unpleasant. Now he turns on the air conditioning. So, um, from most of my senses, obviously there's a difference between the two. Because in the case of the air, there was a light. He adds extra light. Yeah? Whereas over here, it was very stuffy. Now it's not stuffy. You're talking about two very different... Yeah. The Hanor is a completely different sort of Hanor, not just a stronger light. It's a complete... It's not stuffy anymore. Yeah? Um, it's, uh, it doesn't really support what I'm saying, but it, it sort of... Maybe you could use it more than what I'm saying. It's a similar sort of thing. If you've got shoes before Shabbos, now you've gone to... You've gone to... Well, you're asking to polish them. So, of course, that's also because... 
It's a different entity. I had stuff shoes, now I, and I wanted polish shoes. Just like turning on the air conditioning, as we said. Whereas if I get my clothes in before shovels, the main thing I wanted is they should be clean. The extra thing afterwards is like, that's not the main change if you want. The main thing we've done before that, hey, you still need our data and our chain and all those sort of things. But, I've got one of that off on the mic in terms of the air conditioning, as Rabbi Feinstein said. Also, this question, I can only tell you what Rabbi Shemazan says, I don't know if everyone agrees with him on that. Okay. We're now holding the middle of this studio about um, the, the olive press and the wine press, etc. Um, not, a, not a particularly easy studio as uh, you've seen so far, and uh, you'll, you'll see even as we go. But what we had was, we wanted to know, we said that the reason why in our Mishnah, the reason why even Beishamah agreed that you can put the olives and the, the grapes, etc., as long as you start them before Shabbos, you can leave them oozing out over Shabbos, is because even if you were to do it on Shabbos, to put the beam down on it, the press on it on Shabbos, there would be no Chiyokas. The reason being, because before Shabbat comes in, they've already been crushed somewhat. Um, now, we then ask, well, who is the one who holds with that? Who's the one who says, if you start before Shabbat and it's just oozing out on Shabbat, you can wear a mission to have So, we had Rabbi Yishmael, and Nino said it was Rabbi Yishmael. We quoted, we had the bride about the Shum, the Baisa, and the Medida. And uh, Rabbi Elozo says, no, it is, it is um, Rabbi Elozo. Now there's Rabbi Lozo ben Shamua, Rabbi Lozo ben Bezor said that it was Rabbi Lozo ben Shamua at the time. Why? Because he talks about a case of Khalid Zabash, he talks about cases of, of uh, cakes of honey, which he said that if your Marat is there before Shabbat comes in, then there's no problem. And as for whether it is soon, there is, a, there is a second stage of Khalid there. I'm still not absolutely clear, it doesn't say anything about the Khalid happening there, but I'm for Avos, I'll assume you're still doing something to it uh, on Shabbos. I'm, I'm not absolutely, absolutely sure. The, the truth is, by the way, in the case of the, in the case of the bee, with, with the, with the, with the, uh, the grapes and the olives, the way we learn still now, do you like, the way Rashi seems to learn it is, you put them in like a, a press before and you trample upon them, and then you put the beam down. There are those who learn, there are those who seem to learn, that no, you just put the put, put the grapes down, or the, the olives there, and before Shabbos you put the beam down. That beam is now doing the stage of of Rituk, the first stage. So that means when Shabbat comes in, Rituk has been done by the beam. You see what I mean? And then the next stage of Sikhita, whatever we call it afterwards, that next stage, which we'll discuss a little more soon, but the next stage is happening over Shabbat. It's not like two separate nights. In which case, I don't know if you can say the same thing with the Zavash. I don't... Again, is that the way they do the Zavash? They put it under something and then it just starts, in which case it would be the same sort of thing. But with the Zavash, there are definitely two stages, possibly three stages as well. Okay? Fine. So, let's take up the Gemara. And then, then we said that Rabbi Yossi Barakhanino, why didn't he agree with Rabbi Yossi? So he said, um, I think that, uh, let's, let's take it up there. Let's take it up there in the Gemara. Um... Yeah, it's three, three lines down. Rabbi Yehzi Bar-Hanino, my time on the Omak Rabbi Loza. Why did Rabbi Yehzi Bar-Hanino not, not, not say like Rabbi Loza ben Hadot? Why did he have to say it's Rabbi, Rabbi Yishmael? Why didn't he say it, that it was Rabbi Loza ben Shamua, the case of the Khalid? So Omar Loh, he would say to you, Hosomu, only over there did Rabbi Loza allow it, the Meikora Eichel, because the honey was, when it was inside, you have a cake of honey, it was Eichel, and at the end, it's also food. 
it hasn't really changed status. Whereas, in which case, it's got nothing to do with what we're talking about. Whereas, hop over here, you're starting off with food, and as it's oozing out, it's becoming mashka. So that is, a, that, is that a different sort of case. You can't prove from one to the other. Whereas what I brought you from is from Rabbi Shema. Rabbi Shema is talking about a case of liquid being pressed out of the various, various uh, different foods we talked about yesterday. But Rabbi Elosa on my law, Rabbi Elosa, well, he would say back to you, what's his response to that? Over to Rabbi Elosa, what's he better say? What's he respond to that? He says, no problem. You think Rabbi Elosa only said it in the cases of Khalis of Zavash? No. Hoshamina Rabbi Rabbi we haven't, we've heard it with Rabbi, we've learned it with Rabbi Loza, that even with olives and grapes, he also permits it. So, he also, because when Rabbi Shai came from Narazor, also he came along, but I say, must need to be and he brought a brighter, literally his hand, he brought along a brighter, perhaps he didn't know of, and what did that brighter say? Zaytim ma'anobim sherif kon me'erev shabbos, olives and grapes, that he crushes them on Erev Shabbos, the Yotzeh and then over Shabbos the juice oozes out on its own, Asurin, it's forbidden. And guess what? Rabbi Loza and Rabbi Shimon, Matirin. Rabbi Loza and Rabbi Shimon, Amate. So I'd rather bring from Rabbi Loza, rather, he doesn't, and he says it even by this man, Anonim, rather than bringing from Rabbi Shmuel, um, we don't yet know why, why he didn't want to bring from Rabbi Shmuel, that's what we're going to see in a second. But he says, I'm perfectly happy to bring from Rabbi Loza. Okay. Rabbi Yezi Bachanina, what does... Now back over to Rabbi Yezi Bachanina, what do you respond to that, Rabbi Yezi Bachanina? He says, Baraisa Leshmiyade. He hasn't heard of this Baraisa. This is a golden rule you should know about Amoran. Amoran do not have to know all Baraisas. There's so many Baraisas around, different collections of Baraisas, they have to know all the Mishnayas. They don't have to know all the Baraisas. And Rabbi Yezi Bachanina says, I don't know that Baraisa. You quoted to me a Mishnah about Chalas of the Rosh, it's a Mishnah they taught, fine. That I know, and I said, the Chalas of Rosh is not a right. Because that's Eichel to Eichel. You've got a brighter which says the Rabbi Loza allows the evil to say to man all this. Okay, fine, I didn't know that brighter. That's why I picked Rabbi Ishmael. Okay. The Rabbi Loza on my time, Allah, my Rabbi Yitzhak Says the Gemara, why did Rabbi Lozah not say like Rabbi Yitzhak Hanina? In other words, okay, Rabbi Lozah, you've got your Chalas Elash, you've got the Brighton, which says these and other but why could you not bring it from Rabbi Yishmael? What was wrong with that? So Amar Loh, right, like Rabbi Yitzhak Hanina, Rabbi Yitzhak Hanina said the author was the Rabbi Yishmael. So he would say back to you, Amar Loh, he'd say to you, Lam Itma Allah, has it not been said on that mission which you're quoting to me? Um, that from the Tati Mission Idiot about the Shum and the Bosa with Rabbi Yishmael, that Omar Rabbi Barchanino, Omar Rabbi Yechonon, Rabbi Barchanino said the Shem Rabbi Yechonon, and we talk about this, Bimechusorin Dicha, before, before I go on, let me, let me just be mucked it. There are actually three stages in the pressing of at least these things we talked talk about here the garlic and the Bosa, the mini grapes and the etc., the medievals, those of grapes. There's three stages in the pressing. There's what's called Rithuk. All of these probably in English, well, at least the first two in English, you'd say crushing. Crushing, pressing, whatever you want. But Rithuk, definitely, which is crushing. The way the area explains it, it says it's just a very gentle sort of pressing on it to just sort of break down the outer skin. That's basically what you're doing. The next stage is what's called Dicha. Dicha is ready when you think about the pest and a mortar. It's sort of more, it's more, sort of a, a, a stronger crushing. And then you've got the last stage is called Shechiko. 
which in English you probably translate as grinding even. You sort of actually go with the mortar and you grind it in from all sides. That already is called shchito. Some of the gears are shchito, which is, as we know, they're actually squeezing. Okay? These are the three stages. So now, we have to know what stages have been done before Shabbos and what stage is taking place over Shabbos. Okay? So Rabbi Yechanan said, crucial to us, he said, if before Shabbos came in, I mean, in other words, before you put the beam over it, they were missing the dicha. In other words, all they've had done was risuk. They've just been crushed. That early initial crushing. But they haven't even had dicha done, let alone shakika. The chuliyama lepaliki, everyone would agree that it's completely forbidden. That was never the discussion of Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Akif. Ki palige, when do they argue that mechusal in shakika? The machalikim is only when they've already had the risuk done and the dicha. And all they're missing now is the Shekhiko. And that's what you want to leave happening over Shabbos. The last stage. Rabbi Shmuel says, Monta. Rabbi Akiva says, it's forbidden. Okay? That's the Makhluk, Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Akiva. But he says, Rahani Nami. But these as well, in other words, the case in the Mishnah of the Odin and the Great, what stage are they at? They are lacking, or likely, we'll see what that cut, Makhusan, we have to know what that means. But they are like they are lacking dicha. So says Rabbi Lotter, let's work this one out. He says, you can't, I, I'll tell you why I, don't, I didn't want to say it's Rabbi Ishmael. Because does, according to Rabbi Ishmael, tell me, according to Rabbi Ishmael, if you've had Rishakta, but not dicha, is that mutter? Is it mutter to be the dicha going over Shabbat? If you have Rishak done, but not Dicha, then it's not permitted, because everyone agrees that's also, that's what Rabbi Yechonon said. Yeah? If Rishak's been done, it's Mechusar in Dicha, that means it hasn't had Dicha done yet, and that's what you're leaving it, everyone agrees that's also. Okay? Everyone agrees that's also. But in our Mishnah, I'm sorry to tell you, that in our Mishnah, that's what we're talking about. It's had Rishik done, but it hasn't had Dikha done. Kemakhusar and Dikha done. It says Rabbi Lothar, it can't be Rabbi Ishmael. That's why I went along and brought Rabbi Lothar ben Shamua into the picture. Because Rabbi Lothar ben Shamua, he's talking about the same sort of thing as our Mishnah, he's talking about the Zaytim and Anobim, he's talking about the Khalid Tavash, all these things are also Kemakhusar and Dikha. Okay? You got that? Has everyone got that? Okay? So, obviously what we have to know is, well, what does Rabbi Yish, uh, what does Rabbi Yosibach, I mean, respond to that? But let's just take things stage by stage here. Okay? That's why Rabbi Lothar did not want to go to Rabbi Yosibach, I mean. And the Gemara just finishes with a closing statement before we see Rashi, and it says, Hello, Rabbi Yosibach, some change goes to Rabbi Hanino, because obviously Rabbi Yitzvah himself is going to pass on this, but anyway, he passed in to Rabbi Yishmael. He passed in to Rabbi Yishmael. <coughs> okay? Just to know, he passed in to Rabbi Yishmael. Now I know that, presumably, because that fits with our Mishnah as far as he's concerned. That's the Pesach. And that's the end of that Gemara for the time being. I mean, basically, it's the end of the Gemara. Says Rashi. Um... 
Rashi says, can you see where it says Asurin? Yeah. Yeah, the next line, there's two dots, and then maybe in the league tomorrow they've, they've highlighted it, but basically it's one, two, two, two lines down in the narrow lines in Rashi. In Rashi there's a little, there's two dots there, and it says, like this, you should know, Devash, that when it comes to honey, after it flows out of the cakes of the honey, nami ilchalu, it's still food. Hilkov, therefore, lekal nikzabe, there's no you wouldn't make a delay on it, shema yis, like mishatepshat, maybe you're going to squeeze it out when it gets dark, so the shayat of it's it's not really shy from a lot of skeet by it. Yeah, you know, when we've got well, a way to go still, but when we get to dosh, but the is of dosh, or not really dosh, of skeeter, the is of skeeter, is to squeeze liquid from solids. If you're squeezing solids from solids, that's not the isosketa. For example, I'm going to give you one or two examples. I spoke about this yesterday, so it's fresh in my mind. Not here. But if, let's say, I squeeze an orange, I squeeze an orange onto a uh, carrot salad. Well, I'm going to have some orange juice in it. That's perfectly permissible. The reason being, it's a Gemara later on, there's Hashem, there is one, the Rabbi Hanan is Matanif, that's Hashem we get to, but the Ikhadot is not like the Rabbi Hanan. And the idea is, if you squeeze liquid on, directly onto a solid, directly onto a solid, it gets, it's not counted as liquid. You call it English liquid, but it's got the din of Eichel. It doesn't get a shame mask and it's going to straight, it's being absorbed straight into a solid. So it went from a solid to a solid, there's no one in the, if you squeeze it into a cup and then transport it from the cup onto the carrot salad, that's completely forbidden. Because when it gets caught in the cup, it's a liquid. And that is the general rule. There, there are other examples of this, but that is the general rule. Sakhita is only when you are creating a mashka from a, an ocha. Here, that's not what's happening. The honey is an ocha. It is, Lamaita is, even without all the, the case we've just given, it's a halachic way of looking at it. Here, it's a messias. Honey is an ocha, it's not, it's not a, a mashkin. Therefore, that's ocha from ocha. Therefore, of course, Rabbi Nova allows it. On the contrary, we'd have to try and understand why those who say it's forbidden, why do they say it's forbidden? But the fact that Rabbi Nova allows it, it's not a major surprise, we can understand that, because what, can they, what, what are you worried about? I've crashed it before, Shabbos, what are you worried about? I'm going to come to squeeze on Shabbos, you squeeze on Shabbos, you've done nothing wrong, that's not sweet. Whereas the case we're talking about is, You've crushed the grapes before Shabbos, you crushed the olives before Shabbos, and you left it now oozing out with a beam on top on Shabbos. But if you were to go along the Shabbos and to start squeezing it with your hands as well, you've got a major problem. It's a problem, it's a direct Even if it's a problem, it's an it nonetheless, of Khrita. So they're not playing it. That, that was why, that was initially why Rabbi Yeshiva Hatina said to Rabbi Lozab ben Pedos, you can't bring me a riot from Rabbi Lozab ben Shabbat. He's talking about honey. Honey is food from food. Yeah, that makes sense. What did he say back? So, um, yeah, sorry, he's still in the, in the middle of that. Hot as over here, the Eastern the Mastik, and in the case of the olives and the grapes of our Mishnah, the Meikora Eichola, it starts off as food. The Hashkal Mashka, now it's a liquid, it can mix of course you can make Kuzerosh, and Yitzhak Mishnah Maybe once it gets dark, when Shabbat comes in, you can't, you'll come to squeeze it. So, that's most definitely it's an Issa Maybe there are bottom, but it's an Issa Tritha nonetheless. Rabbi Yitzhak, Rabbi Chanino. So, so Rabbi Loza then Pazot said back to that. He said, okay, but I've got a brighter. You don't know this brighter? The brighter says that Rabbi Loza then Shamua, this is a complication, it's always Rabbi Loza, the two Rabbi Loza go together. 
He says, Rabbi Lodan and Shamua allows it even in the cases of Zaytun and Arbotin. The same as our Mishnah. Yeah? He's not in, you're, you're telling me you can't bring me a ride from Chalice to the Ash because that's Eichel and Eichel. Okay, I've got a bride where he allows it even with Zaytun and Arbotin. Yeah? What did Rabbi Yitzhak Rebekhamina say back to that? He says, okay, I didn't know that writer. You told me the mission of Chalat Zilash. The mission of Chalat Zilash is not a riot. Says Rashi, Rabbi Yitzhak Rebekhamina. Hach writer, that writer, Zikhtani, that you saw, the public Rabbi Loza, that Rabbi Loza argues after Zaytun of Arnovim, even with Zaytun of Arnovim, they are Mashiyale. He didn't know this writer. But may I eat the Chalat Zilash? What are you saying? It's from the mission of Chalat Zilash. She mission of Perakhovich and Ishbro, which is the mission in later on in the Perek Chobosh and Ishparah, Le'avah wants you to be done with it. That is not, you can't be Madame it's our case. The Masin is in Ta'a Mishnah, Mishnah Perechot Elav, because the Perechot Elav, the Perechot Elav, the question of Elav, that it's Eichot to Eichot. You've got another bite, I didn't know that right. Fine. Then we wanted to know, why did Rabbi Yeti, Rabbi Chanino, why did he not, sorry, right, why did Rabbi Lozan not want to learn that Rabbi Yeti, Rabbi Chanino, what's wrong with bringing it from Rabbi Ishmael? Yeah, that was the question. Why didn't you bring it from Rabbi Shmuel? He says, because the Rabbi Shmuel is not similar to our case. Because, Rabbi Yerichamon told us, if it's lacking even Dicho, Dicho is that second stage, everyone agrees that Asiri is forbidden. That the Enosan, he go in Because when you put the beam on, that's going to complete the Malachal. When it's not occurred, also be Shabbat. In which case, everything's happening on Shabbat. Whereas, if it's only um, what is is Shalat <laughs> They've been properly crushed, but they ain't eaten nothing gomeret at a So when you put the beam on, all, all it's doing is the final squeeze, the final squeezing. Well, the man's god is shechika. According to the man's god, who is god is shechika. So um, to inoson, so when you put the beam on, shechakoson, it'll do the shechika. In other words, when you, if you have the gift of shechika, putting on the beam will do the shechika. If you go to shechika, then putting on the beam will do the shechika. It's the same idea, though. Behind the masnisin, after our mishnah. They're lacking even the dicho. But in often, it comes out when you put the beam on. He dicho on that thing. The dicho he shechakos on that's going to do the shechiko. He shechakos on that's going to do the shechita. It'll do everything. But with Rabbi Yishmael, it is often. In that case, even Rabbi Yishmael agrees that often. Okay. So therefore, says Rabbi Nazar. That's why I don't agree with Rabbi Yishmael. Rabbi Chanino, it's Rabbi Yishmael. Because Rabbi Yishmael was talking about, um, because Rabbi Yishmael was talking about only in a case where it's already had the Dichodan. That's right. That's when he allowed the Mutter. In our Mishnah, we're talking about when the Dichodan has not been done, so Rabbi Yishmael was not necessarily allowed that. You've got no right, in fact, he would say that. Well, he's assuming he's going to Yeah. 
you can't, you can't, you can't put, I mean, according to Rabbi Yechonon, you would say it's offered. So therefore, we do know according to Rabbi Yechonon, and therefore, it would not, you can't bring it from Rabbi Yishmael. Fine, that's the end of the sukkah. And then, as we said, at the end, Maiseh Rav, the Halam Bala Maiseh, we pass in, Hur Rabbi Yechonon, like Rabbi Yishmael. Now, let me just be mucked in with one question. Which is, then if you take a look at the rift, you'll find something very, very surprising. And that is the rift, when he brings the Gemara, he brings the question of the Gemara. Here's the definition that both Bishamah and Bishamah agree. If you put the beam on before Shabbat, it's perfect for this world. The Gemara asks why. We say because there's no Chiyot Chathos on Shabbat. Okay? And then we say, who is the author of our Mishnah? Rabbi Yishmael. It then brings Rabbi Yishmael. Right? Unbelievable. He brings Rabbi Yishmael. The Rabbi Yishmael only says it's din if it's already had the Chodah. And then it finishes, and then the rest finishes off. Hello, Rabbi. I think he actually may have to go to Rabbi Chanino. Rabbi Yishmael. Now, in case you haven't realised that there's like a little bit of inconsistency here. Because, this is the Balamora, he says, what's going on here? He's not the only one. What's, what's going on here in the rest? Rashba asks as well. What's, what's, what's going on in here? If you, again, let's just follow it through. Rabbi Yisrael Hanina said, our Mishnah is Rabbi Yishmael. Yeah. So the Gemara asks, Rabbi Yishmael, why do you not say it's Rabbi Yishmael? So he said, because Rabbi Yishmael said, that Rabbi Yishmael only allows it in a case where it's already had Tichodam, which is not what our Mishnah is talking about. Yeah? The Rift quotes all of that. Yeah? It quotes all of that. The Rabbi Yishmael doesn't agree because our Mishnah is talking about where it's Mokhos and Dichol, where Rabbi Yishmael only allows it when it's already had Tichodam. And yet, the Rift finished off and he says, but we pass in like Rabbi Yishmael. Our Mishnah is Rabbi Yishmael. The Monashal. If you're going to say that our mission is Rabbi Yishmael, then how can you bring Rabbi Yechonon into it? Rabbi Yechonon is, is throwing a fan into the work. What Rabbi Yechonon is basically effectively saying is, our Mishnah and Rabbi Yishmael are talking about two different cases. On the contrary, Rabbi Yishmael does not fit with, fit with our Mishnah. Our Mishnah allows even when it hasn't had Dichoda. And Rabbi Yishmael is allowing... Sorry, our Mishnah is allowing when it hasn't had Dichoda. And Rabbi Yishmael says, no, it's not allowed. So, how can you bring Rabbi Yerkanon into it and yet say that our mission is Rabbi Yishmael? Which is effectively what you're saying with that last thing. Hura, Rabbi Chanino, Rabbi Yitzvah, Chanino, Rabbi Yishmael. Does the question make sense? Yeah? They just don't go together. If you say Rabbi Yerkanon's explanation of Rabbi Yishmael, then that's effectively saying that our mission is not Rabbi Yishmael. And yet you finish off and you say that our mission is Rabbi Yishmael. What? So, I'll tell you that this. The, the Rambam says, Muhammad, he says, not a question at all. He says, he says I just want to read to you, it's lost in it, so, uh, so, Muhammad type lost in there. He says, just at the beginning, he says, Ein Khan, frenzy lost in back to the, Ein Zivir Rabbeinu Khan Erzal, the words of, of the Rib are not lacking, sorry, not lacking, Lodicha, Velo Shechika, Velo Tavlin, Ela Shein Perecha. He says, the words of the Rib are not lacking being ground down, not Shechika, not lacking spices, the problem is there's no mouth to eat them. Which was basically what he's saying is, his, his, 
his style of saying to the the the, uh, the Balamor, you've simply misunderstood the riff. There's nothing wrong with a riff, it's when you've misunderstood. Right? It's just a typical sort of uh playing the words there. What's what's going on? It's like this. Now there are other ways of, of answering the riff. I'm just gonna pick one way because the sugi is very, very complicated. As you may have gathered already, you get only gets more complicated. But that's like this. The Muhammad says until now we've said there are three stages. What are the three stages? First is Rizuk, then Dicha, and then Shekhita. Says the Muhammad, that is in the case of Shum, Baisa, and Medida. So it's the case Rabbi Shmuel was talking about. You got it. Your, uh, if you think about them, I mean, if you think about these things, these are not your typical sort of juicy things you squeeze for juice, garlic juice, or, um, or uh, wheat juice. Right, or both edge. Even both of them are tiny at that point. So they're not, so there you have to manage, it goes through three, three stages. He says, when you're talking about, let's say, and Amalfi, and apparently even the Khalid of us as well, it also comes out very, there, there's only two stages. There's the Rizuk, and the, call it Chit or Shchit, whichever one you want to call it. So this, now you, can you see where this is going? The shy is, what happens if, I've done the Rizuk, but I haven't done the Shchit do you say that's like... Because it doesn't need Dichodan. There's no Dichodan. So, so the question is, is that Rizuk without Shechika, is that like Dichodan already been done? Because it doesn't need Dichodan. The Rizuk is accomplishing both. Or do you say no? The Shechika is accomplishing the last two stages. In other words, we know there's only two stages. So where does that middle stage happen? Where does the Dichodan happen? Does that happen together with the first stage? In which case, it's already had that done when you do the Rizuk. Or does that happen with the last stage? That's the Mahalik Shabir Oman Rabbi Yitzhak Questions are just more answerable by looking at the practicality. So, if you've got your boat or whatever, after two stages, how much of the juice have you got out? How much do you have to come out? And then, do you want like virgin honey? If just after the risk, you haven't got much out, and because it's not like the risk can do it, it doesn't necessarily go about how much you got out. It's a question of how much it's been crushed down. The materials is there are only two stages there. Remember, by the way, when they do it, very often they don't actually do it, they can do it sometimes with just putting a beam on. And Chazal tells us that after three stages happening there. The beam will do, if you leave it there long enough, it will do. If you put the beam on just before Shabbos, it'll only do the risk maximum. If you leave it on well before Shabbos, it may do two stages. It's not necessarily you have to come there and start crushing. Yeah? So, says the, says the Muhammad, beautiful. Now we can understand the whole tomorrow. Okay? Why? Because let, let's follow it through. Let's just follow it through. Rabbi Yehudah Hanina says, who's the author of our Mishnah? It's Rabbi Ishmael. Comes along, Rabbi Yehudah says, no, it's not. Why? Because Rabbi Yehudah said, Rabbi Yehudah said that our Mishnah, sorry, that Rabbi Yehudah said that Rabbi Ishmael only allows it if it's already had a Dichodan. But our Mishnah, what was the Loshan of the Gemara? I told you at the time, we were going to explain this Loshan. It's like it's lacking Dichodan. And then if the Muhammad himself is Madaida, well definitely Rashi as he points it out. Ka Mukhsarin. What does it mean ka Mukhsarin? Is it lacking dicha or is it not? Say Mukhsarin dicha, what do you mean ka Mukhsarin dicha? The answer is, it's not lacking dicha, because dicha is now done with grapes and olives. But Rabbi Rabbi says, with the grapes and olives, if all he's done in that first stage, the Rizuk, then it's like it's lacking dicha. Because dicha will only happen together with the last stage, when you do, in which case it's, it's, it's forbidden. Rabbi Shmuel doesn't allow that. What would Rabbi Yehudah say back to that? Yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, That's right. 
Rabbi Yisrael Bichani has said back to that, I've got no problem, because we don't know if the God is to tell us what he responds. Says the Muhammad, I'll tell you what his response is. He'll respond, what are you talking about? It has the Rishatah, it has the Rishatah, the Dikh has also been done with that. It's only the last place. So Rabbi, that's Rabbi Yisrael. So Mishnah, now we understand, we'll start with the Rish. It's one step and the Rabbi Yishmael only said his did if the dikh has been done. And yet, it's 100% ever to say that our mission is Rabbi Yishmael. How can that be? That our mission isn't our dikh done. The answer is not the dikh done. The dikh is effectively done, as far as Rabbi Yishmael is concerned. It's effectively done with the risk. Does that make sense? So we do pass on Rabbi Yishmael. We do pass on the Rabbi Yechon and we pass on the Ayanishna. They're all Lahad That's what you find in Shulchan Okay? Now, that said, let's just do, this is the last part we'll do, just to sort of uh, round off the Sugi Lahad Take a look at Tosis. Rabbi Yishmael Omer Yigma. It's on, on your test on the last. Okay, now, just at each stage of the way, let's just try and keep clear. I'll just give a Hadar. Tosis is going to ask a couple of kashas. Okay, before we go in then to see the Mahatma says, I'm going to very briefly answer the, the Rashi team answers the Kashas with this Muhammad, he answers the Kashas for Rashi. Then we'll see two Mahalkam in Tosus. Okay, the Mahalkam have a slight Nakam in the Halacha, and then we'll just talk about the Halacha and how it comes out. Okay, that's, that's all we're going to try and get, try and get out of this Tosus. Okay, cool. Okay. Rabbi Shmuel in the Yigma. Okay? Okay, what was the case? Let's take a slowly. If any stage, uh, so you lose it, please tell me. You only get, get uh, hard as you go through it. We said in the Mishnah, idiot, if you've got your, let's say your garlic, your bosa, your medidas, whatever it is, and before Shabbat, you've been miraphic then, you've crushed them, Rabbi Shmuel says his lotion was, Yigmar Mishatasha. Once Shabbat comes in, you can complete it. Says, so, sir, here is what I need to say is, or the way Rashi learns it, at least is, you don't have to remove the beam from it, whatever you're putting on top of it, when it gets near to Shabbos. Just leave it the whole of Shabbos. Exactly like our Mishnah. So that is Rabbi Yishmael. Very good. But Kosha the Re, the Re finds this difficult. How is it Muchach from here that Rabbi Yishmael holds? That anything which, if it's happening on its own, Alfido Ovid the Shabbat, so even if you were to do it on Shabbat actively, not to leave it happening on its own, Lech Ochiyah Tchatz, there wouldn't be a Chiyah of Tchatz. Because again, we mustn't lose sight of where we started it. We said that in this case, even Beis Shammai agrees that you can leave it working over Shabbat. And we said, why? What did we say the reason is? Because there would be no khir of khat, that's right. But since you started the process before Shabbat, you the Ritzuk, even if you were to squeeze it on Shabbat, there would be no khir of khat. There would be no khir of khat. And remember, Rabbi Shammai says the only case where you can't start before Shabbat is something which, if you were to do it on Shabbat, you'd be khir of khat. Washing clothes. Uh, well, I was given to the Goyz, I suppose. But they're, they're soaking, and all these things, they're dying. These are things which we start them on Shabbos to be Chai So you can't leave them before Shabbos. Now, shaking in this case of the prayer, you've done the risk before, and we'll just go with Rashi and just keep it simple. You've already ground it down, and then if you were to put it into the press on Shabbos, you would not be Chai And we said, who is the author of that? It's Rabbi Yishmael. It says, how do you prove it? It's Rabbi Yishmael. Why? 
Still, my Rabbi Yishmael thought that maybe Rabbi Yishmael really holds. Could be Sillel. He just holds that Beit Sillel. The Shorah, the Beit Sillel permitted, Afila Bahanoch, Sillel Asinimelo. Even with things that they don't happen automatically. In other words, remember, Beit Sillel holds. You can start something on Erev Shabbos. Even if on Shabbos you were to do Yibichayel Chazos, no problem. So I'll tell you that's why Rabbi Yishmael allows it. Not because if you were to do it on Shabbos, you'd be Chayel Chazos. Sorry, you wouldn't be Chayel Chazos. Really, I'll tell you, if you were to put the beam down on Shabbos, you'd be Chayel Chazos. Why did Rabbi Yishmael allow it? Because no, Rabbi Yishmael allows that beam down. Yeah? Then why would Beis Shalai permit it in Rabbi Very good. That's exactly how it's a question. Exactly. How do you know Rabbi Yishmael? That's what we're trying to learn. We're trying to bring a Tana. Bring me some Tana who says that if you want to do it on Shabbos, even it's happening on its own on Shabbos already, because you've crushed it before Shabbos, now it's going on its own. The Shabbos is now five, it's gone on Shabbos, and squeeze it without Bichai Rechatos. Bring me somebody who says you wouldn't be Bichai Rechatos. So bring Rabbi Shmuel. That doesn't help me. Rabbi Shmuel says, yeah, you can, you can leave it going over Shabbos. I'll tell you why you can leave it going over Shabbos. You know why? Because that's Beisida. And Beisida holds. Even if you were to do it, you'd be hired half to do it on Shabbos. But it only starts before Shabbos, we're not worried. You haven't proven anything from Beishamah. You haven't helped Beishamah out yet. So what do we need to be like a writer, which is someone who always holds like Beishamah or something? So it can't. Either that, or somebody who says in the forest, if you were to do it, you're not hired half. Does that make sense, the question? Yeah, you can't, you can't prove anything from it. It's like me saying, you know, if I were to ask you, according to Beis Hiller, would there even been a shadow of you putting the beam on? I'll ask you a question, according to Beis Hiller, let's say I've got grapes which have not been crushed in any way, can you put the beam on them before Shabbos? Of course you can. You started before Shabbos, now leave it. I used to do that on Shabbos, you definitely Mikhail the Chasa, no one would argue with that. Doesn't matter, Beis Hiller don't care, when we started before Shabbos, we couldn't care less. So if you were to put the beam on before Shabbos, you could leave it the rest of Shabbos. What we wanted, what the problem here was with the Beishamai. We wanted to understand, why are Beishamai suddenly allowing this? So we said, oh, you know why? Because you already, before Shabbos, you already crushed it, which means the juice is coming out. Which means you're not doing something on air of Shabbos now. When you put the beam down, you're putting the beam down on something where the juice is already coming out. If you were to sit down on Shabbos, there wouldn't be a problem. There wouldn't be chal chal for that. So you say, who said that? And say, oh, Rabbi Shmuel said that. So, 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 who says Rabbi Shmuel said that? Rabbi Shmuel just says you can let it go over Shabbos now. Well, that's like, Beit Shalom would always allow that. Before you know, Rabbi Shmuel is going like Beit Shalom. That's, that's the problem so you the eyes and the hot and hot risk on are you made them with them? Why are you talking about crushing it? Point to be said, even if you don't crush it, it should be mutter. It should be mutter to Rabbi Akiva because it's because of the chiddush of Rabbi Akiva. It was said that according to Rabbi Akiva, even if you crush them before Shabbos, it's still going to be mutter. But according to Rabbi Shmuel, I'll tell you, even if you didn't crush them, it's beitel. As long as you start the process before Shabbos, we're not worried. The eyes. So I've got another question. The eyes table. The Rabbi Akiva, the Omar Le What trust in Rabbi Akiva says Le Yikma? Look at Beishamah, but look at Beishamah. The mind doesn't fit with even the right Beishamah, because he said in our Mishnah that, that Beishamah allow it. If you've done Britain before Shabbos, then you can leave it going over Shabbos. So who does Rabbi Akiva look at? Where did he see Rabbi Akiva? Huh? In this Mishnah. Rabbi Shmuel, Le Yikma, Shetachah. 
Rabbi Kiva Emer, Lehi, yeah? Okay. Now, just very, very briefly, yeah, Tzadzor Hashiyateh, he wants to say that using the Muhammad, no, you don't even have to use Muhammad to, 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 to listen to that. The Kitzel, I'll just tell you where the Kitzel, he wants to stay in Rashi. The Rashi learns like Muhammad. Like we were saying with Muhammad. He explained basically the whole Sudya of the Muhammad in Rashi, is what he wants to say. Right, there were grapes and olives, there's no dicha there, it's the middle stage, right? Yeah, that, that explains the whole subject, fine. With regard to this little question here, he says this. Do you remember we had a subya that if you put your uncooked food on the fire, are you allowed to do that on Shabbos? I mean, before Shabbos comes and leave, leave it cooking over Shabbos? Not raw, really not about purely raw food. Some of which is like, stuff you can't buy it, but what, what, was, what was the problem? You may come to soak it up. Beit Hillel held that as well? Yeah. So says the Rishiyotis, you see the Beit Hillel, even Beit Hillel do, when it comes to food, we're always worried you may speed up the process. Shemayichatah. It's absolutely different to soak up the coals, right? So he says, if there was a Chi of Chathos in squeezing, that's something which is really hard to it before Shabbos, you crush it before Shabbos, now you bring it down the beam. If I was put down that beam on Shabbos, if you're telling me there will be a chi of chathos, even the tiller would say, you can't do that. Because the worried, maybe you'll come on Shabbos and say, oh, it's not happening fast enough, and you'll start pushing the beam down with your hand, you'll start squeezing it and get involved there. <coughs> the fact that Rabbi Yishmael allows it, it's not even, it's not the big Shabbat tiller, it must be that he's not worried that you'll come to speed up the process on Shabbos, even though it's food. Why? Because there's no chi of chathos in it. That's the right. It's not that he's not worried if you might speed up, it's that he doesn't care if he's going to speed Sorry? up. It's not that he's not worried you might speed it up, that he doesn't care. He doesn't care because you won't, there won't be a Chiyab Chathos. Yeah? Shemi Chathos is obviously there's a Chiyab Chathos there. So that's what makes it a lot. So why are we not worried to? Why doesn't he care whichever way you want to look at it? The answer is because there's no Chiyab Chathos. Ah, oh, that's my right. Rabbi Akiva, he says, I think even with Beit Hillel. I'm going to do Beit Hillel and Beit Shammai. I'll tell you why you can't do it, even according to Beit Hillel. The reason being? Because there is a Chiyab Chathos. That's all it is. How much bit of that? I don't know if he has that. The Mishnah that the Mishnah does allow, I suppose, that, that isn't, that isn't, uh, that isn't Rabbi Akiva, it's Rabbi Yishmael. Our Mishnah is Rabbi Yishmael. Okay. That, that's just to sort of answer up the questions for us. But we continue on now. Let's just see the Mahalkan of Tosus. Tosus says, Venera Luri, three lines down, Venera Luri, the Yigmar, when it says Yigmar, Hainu the Yigmar of the Yechal Vashal. What that is saying is, not only can you leave it to complete, but you can even eat it, or in this case, drink it, on Shabbos. Now, for this, we just need to know something, and that is, there's a halacha of Mashkin Shazov. If you've got, let's say, grapes just sitting there, and I don't know why, but you see juice seeping out of it on Shabbos, you're not allowed to drink that. The reason being, because we're worried, then what may, what may you go and do that? You may come a squeezer, which is, and it's a derisive. Okay? Who mashkin shazov? Over here we say, what we're saying is, it's not just that you can leave it to the beam on there. The yigma of a yochal the Shabbos, you can even drink that juice on Shabbos. So is it yigma, then is it first yigma and then yochal, or the yigma or the yochal? No, no, and. I'm saying, so if you leave it to be completely gone, and then you go and eat, then there's no worry you'll come to squeeze anything more, because it's finished. So what, what I mean is, it goes the same. 
leave it to complete on Shabbos. Yes. And as, as the juice is coming out, you can take it and drink it. Yeah, it's so drink it as it's complete. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. It's not similar to that case of Maschin Shizobu, uh, liquid which is flowing, flowing out. Shasurim, which is forbidden to drink, even though you didn't do anything wrong, because, you know, there we go, there's Shema Yitzchak, you may come to squeeze it, which is, uh, it's a deraita. So, because over here, Yitzchak, even if you were to squeeze it, Leko is a deraita, there's no is a deraita, Mishun, the Ossinim made of it, it's coming out on its own. I've done Rishuk before Shabbos. And since I've done Rishuk, there's no, even if I were to, even if I was to squeeze on Shabbos, I would not be doing an is a deraita, there would be no Hilchata. The Ashta might be Shapir, now we've done very well, it's a very good Raya now. Because of Rabbi Shmuel, it must be the Rabbi Shmuel holds, calls the Ottimimela, anything which comes out on its own, Shapir Domi, there would be no Shi of Chathos if you were then to go and squeeze it on Shabbos. Afiru Veshamai, even Kunz Veshamai. Kim and the other day Veshabbos, since if you were to do it on Shabbos, then Michal there would be no Shi of Chathos, therefore even Kunz Veshamai, you can leave it before Shabbos. But Rabbi Akiva, the Omar Lo Yikmar, Kunz Rabbi Akiva says you can't do that. Lo Shastorik Lohse Hakoro. He's not saying you have to take the beam off. The solar can be tiller, because you're about to be You put the beam on, why do you have to take it off? You can leave it going over Shabbos, you're about to be tiller. And that's what the Yigma can be He says you can't eat or drink that juice once Shabbos comes in. Right? So the way you touch the words is you can't be going in in order to, with, if you're planning to, to uh, what do you call it, to drink it. If that's your plan, you're mistaken, my friend. You won't be able to drink on Shabbos. Why? Because that juice is forbidden even according to Beitinah to drink. Like any other liquid which flows out of fruit. Which is forbidden to drink. Because that sechita, that act of squeezing, even though it's already been crushed before Shabbos, before you put it under the beam, if you would put it under the beam on Shabbos, then it's a deraita. How about that Even though it's coming out anyway, the juice. Okay? That's the first Shabbos taste. So what did the reader just say that again? What did the reader say? He says, look, he says, we're not talking about here whether you, got it, whether you can leave the beam on or not. So of course you can leave the beam on, because we pass them out of the tiller, both of them are going to be That's not the debate. And that's not what we're concerned with either. We know what they are. We want to know how that can help us with Beishanai. The answer is because when Rabbi Shmuel says Yigmar, he means not only can you leave the beam on, you can leave the beam on with, in mind, what part I think is, because I want to be able to say, I need kiddush on Shabbos, I need some grape juice. So you're planning to use that grape juice. Oh, how can you do that? What about Mashkin Shizobu? You're not allowed to have Mashkin which slow down Shabbos. The answer is, why can't I have Mashkin Shizobu? Because we're worried you may come to the Isidoraita of Pchita. Here, there's no Isidoraita, says Rabbi Shmuel. Oh, why is there no Isidoraita? Because before I put it under the beam, I'd already crushed it. Ah, oh, that's like, that's exactly what we wanted to hear. That's our Mishnah then. You've done the crushing, so now you put it under the beam, even if it's to do that on Shabbat, there would be no Issa Doraita, even if it's to be Shammai. Therefore, you can do it even if it's to be Shammai. But Shabbat Akiva says, you can leave it under the beam of a Shabbat, I've got no problem, like they said. So what's the point of putting it under the beam if you've already crushed it? To get the juice come out faster. That's what they used to do. I mean, this, this is the process, the way it's done. Yeah, sure. They do it, I, mean, I don't know now they do what they do, but... Huh? They don't, they don't, they don't put it under their feet, but... It's an electronic mechanism, yeah. so it's exactly the same to the uh, Right. So they, they, that's just what they see, that's the way they did it. It was done in two stages. Three stages. Because you've already done the malacha, or because you've already got 95 percent? Because you've already juice. started, because the juice is already coming out. There's no, the isotherite of pizza is when the juice is completely contained inside, and you crush it. 
which allows the juice out of its skin. If the juice has already got a hole, it's already coming out, all you're doing is you're giving it a little bit more pressure to force it out, okay. and more holes for it to come out, like basically breaking the skin more. That, that's the debate, is there, is there ice or not? The Levi says it's not. And therefore, even Beisham, I agree, you can leave it under the beam of a shovel. The thing is, it, I guess it depends on the fruit, but like, I'm thinking of something like an orange, where if you actually open each piece and have it inside, each little thing is its own tiny little sack of juice. And therefore, if you do a small amount of crushing on it, you get some juice out, but there's no, but there's no guarantee you've crushed all the little parts. Right. That, that, that may well be, but with, with an orange, as it happens, arguably, there's no there's never necessarily that I saw sweet anyway. Could only be the date all day. We, we haven't done this together. You're right. I, I, I hear what you're saying, but... I, mean, you know, I don't know how it is in a lot of like, with the grapes, I mean, but it's not... Great, 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 great. I know what you mean, You cut lemon uh, to put it on your smoked salmon. Um, you, you know, you're going to get a bit of juice coming out. Uh, you cut the lemon. You're right. I, I tell you, Bezal Shem, when we get to Dos... Now, I mean, you're asking a very, very good question. Not at, uh, right? Bezal Shem, when we get to Dos, we'll still speak about all these things. And you're, you're 100% right. You have to, the, the thing is, we're lacking a lot of information about Dos. What it applies to and when it's ultimate time. Mm-hmm. Lemon is a very, very interesting fruit. Right? No, I don't mean anything. I think it's interesting in terms of the halos of Dos. There's a lot to speak about lemons, okay? Orange is also a bit to speak about. Bezal Shem, there's this is only coming down a high level, it's not really out of the gear dots. There's a figure much later on about dots. So when we get there, hopefully we'll answer your question then, yeah? Um, so that is, but what comes down to this, by the way, is, if you don't have a coin that means the Rabbi Shemuel is saying that you can actually drink that juice on Shabbat. We pump the Rabbi Shemuel, you can drink that juice on Shabbat. And that's the way the Raman pumps it. As long as what you're doing over Shabbat is not in something which is, ca- which is not uh, competing in something which has an if there right in it, it's just an if there on it, it'd be perfectly permissible over Shabbat. Let's just go on a little bit, just trying to see if I can finish this other Peshat. The Oedi Shlomo, another Peshat he says, no, we're not talking about drinking it. You know what? You wouldn't be able to drink it. Okay? When you take Peshat, you may not be able to drink it. The Yigma of Yodan, what we mean by Yigma means, not that you leave it under the beam. You can actually go and squash it with your hand. Mishnah Tetrach, when Shabbat comes in. Delo Zomi the Masnith, because it's not similar to our Mishnah. Delo Shoru Beitilad Elat Inas Kairo. In our Mishnah, he only allows putting the beam on. And will be as I know, but if you put it with your hand, most definitely you can't. You know what, I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave it to you. We're too tired of time now. We'll continue about the strength tomorrow.